Thank you for closing out your week with us on Bible Tract Echoes. I'm your host, Mike McCurry, and let's jump right into a tract story from November of 1998. Let me ask this question. How old were you in November of 1998? Well, here is Miss Joyce from Milwaukee. Here's what she says. I found this tract at a post office. So I sat down and began to read it. I felt God working on me inside, and I know I realized that God wanted me to accept him. He opened my eyes as I read that tract, and I accepted him as my personal Lord and Savior. I know that he can guide me, and even though I'm new to this Christian life, I know God has me as part of his family. I'm so excited for Miss Joyce. I know this was 20-something years ago, but praise God for track stories like this. Here's one last one for this week from Jim from Bloomington, Minnesota. Here's what he says. I received the tract by requesting it through the mail. After reading the tract by Paul Levine, The New Birth, I realized for the first time that I needed to receive Christ in order to be saved. Now get this. Jim says this, I used to think that going to church and trying to be the best person you can be was the only way to heaven, but now I see that no church or ritual can save a person. We all must humble ourselves and accept God's gift sincerely. You want to know when that particular track story was from? That was from 1992. Can you believe 28 years later, this amazing story of a man requesting a track through the mail and realizing that he needed to know Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Did you know that you can request our tracks through the mail right here and right now? You can actually go to our website, BibleTracksInc.org. You could also send in an order form. You could actually just jot down on a napkin. Say, I would like one of your sample packets. Put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it, and send it to this address, P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. Address it to Bible Tracks, Inc., and we'll make sure to send you one. We would love to do that, just like we did. Can you believe that our ministry has been around for over eight decades doing the same thing? You know why? Because it's a good work. The Bible says, he that winneth souls is wise, and friend, it's our goal to be wise. Let's turn our attention to our Bible study today. This is going to take longer than a week. This is our fifth time jumping into discipleship study number seven that you can get for free on our website, BibleTracksInc.org. And today we're talking about requirements for soul winners. Turn to 1 John chapter 5 and verse number 13. While you do that, I didn't make mention yesterday on the broadcast, but I will today. Have you downloaded our app, Bible Truth? I hope you will. The Bible Truth team, those of us that have worked on that, are so proud to present that to you. It's a free app. You can find it on the Google Play Store, the App Store for Apple, the Amazon Tablets, Apple TV, Roku, you name it. You probably, if you have a smart device, you can use that app. It has amazing uh, radio player on there, some podcasts and 
things of that nature. And we're so excited about new features that we will be bringing very soon. So I'd ask you, if you would, to download that app. I know yesterday on the broadcast, I talked about the reasons why people will not win souls. And my hope, my prayer is that I was not too harsh, that it did not come across too strong in that way. But I'd like to ask you, have you molded that over, those of you that listened yesterday? Have you made any decisions about what you're going to do as it pertains to telling the world about Jesus? Such a big, wide world out there with billions upon billions that don't know Jesus Christ, and it's our responsibility. So today, we're going to look at requirements for soul winners. Requirements for soul winners. Let's begin in 1 John chapter 5, number 13. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. Let's read that through one more time and explain a little bit. These things, that's talking about the Bible. The, actually, the context is talking about the whole Bible. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God. Now, that's talking to us Christians, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. What is one of the first requirements for being a successful soul winner? Well, it helps if you yourself are assured of your own salvation. You need to know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. You need to be assured of your salvation. Do you know for sure, friend? Are you 100% sure? Or is there an inkling of doubt? If right now, my kind listener, the fact that you are listening right now as we close out our week, I appreciate that. But would you do a self-examination for a moment? Are you 98% certain? Are you 80% certain of where you would go when you die? If you're not 100% certain, would you reach out to me? My text number is this. I will personally respond to you. The phone number is this, 309-316-7240. 309-316-7240. I'd love to talk to you about that and help you with this verse right here, 1 John 5, 13, help you know for sure. Here's another requirement for soul winners, purity of life. God desires to use clean vessels. Second Timothy 2.21 says, If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Psalm 18.20, The Lord rewarding me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanness of my hands, he hath recompensed me. Here's another requirement for soul winners. Yieldedness. Here's a good verse you may recognize. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, Paul is saying here, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Verse 2, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We should be yielded to God. Here's another aspect of soul winning that would be so great to have, a burden for souls. Matthew 9, 36 says, But when he saw the multitudes, talking about Jesus, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. When you sit at the train station, the bus stop, 
as you walk the aisles of Walmart or wherever you may get your groceries and you see people, see lost people, does it bother you? Are you moved with compassion on them? Here's another great requirement. Prayer. Romans 10.1 says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Another great verse is John 15.1-8 there. Here's one more before we move on to motivations for soul winning. How about this? Holy Spirit power. Friend, before you tell someone about Jesus Christ, you need to have the Holy Spirit power of God on your life. And please understand, we're not going to get too deep into this. We've already talked about the Holy Spirit in previous studies. And so if you'd like to refer back to those, please do. This is not some hocus-pocus thing. This is not speaking in tongues. None of those extra-biblical teachings. No, my friend, understand this. In Acts 1 verse 8, the Bible says this, But ye shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So let's review very quickly. Requirements for soul winners. Assurance of salvation. Purity of life. Yieldedness to God. A burden for souls. Prayer. And Holy Spirit power. Now in the remaining moments of this week, let's jump into motivations for soul winning. I'm not going to spend an extraordinary amount of time here. How about this first one, Calvary? Remember what Jesus Christ did for you. Read about the crucifixion often. Remind yourself of what Jesus did for you. Here's another, hell. Remind yourself of what is waiting the lost person if you don't do something. How about the Great Commission? The fact that Jesus Christ commanded us. How about another, the Great White Throne? Imagine an unsaved person standing before a holy God knowing that he's condemned and then he knows it's because you didn't do what you were supposed to do. Here's another, the wasting harvest. Here's what I mean. John 4.35 says this, Say not ye, there are yet four months, and then cometh harvest? Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. Friend, there are people out there dying and slipping off into eternity. You can hear the snap of my finger. Just like that, moment by moment, people are dying and going to hell, and what are we doing about it? Here's another motivation for soul winning. The soul winner's crown. The Bible tells us that God will reward with a crown those who win souls. You can look at Revelation chapter 4 for more information on that. Now let's jump in to the three ingredients to winning a soul. Going forth weeping. Psalm 126, 5 says, They that sow in tears shall reap in joy. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, shall doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. You must go into the quote-unquote harvest fields with a burden and a broken heart for the unsaved. Bearing precious seed. What are we talking about? Well, you need to have your Bible with you, your Bible, and remember the second of our core values here at BTI, it's this. The power of the gospel is in the word and not the worker. Friend, if I come to you and bring you some discipleship study, but I don't reference the Bible, 
then what's the point of me speaking to you for these 13, 14, 15 minutes? You'll notice over this past week, almost every single point that I've made has had scripture or I've at least referenced a Bible verse. You know why? Because the real power the real power of everything we do at Bible Tracks Incorporated is God, and by extension, through his word. Make sure the Bible is precious to you. So here we have a math equation. Very simple. Going plus weeping plus the seed equals rejoicing. Let me run that by you one more time. If you and I go and we do it with the right attitude, the right fervor, the right passion, the right burden, and then we add the right seed, the word of God, it will all end up equaling rejoicing. And that's what Psalms 126, verse 5 and 6 promises us. Thank you so much for being a part of this study. Next week, we will actually talk about how to go win souls. I'm excited to share that with you. Thank you so much for being a part. The announcer will come on to tell you how you can contact us. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.